0: The book review program on Radio Islam International, Malana Ashraf Talk, that, uh, joins us on the line. Malana, assalamu alaikum alaykum wa alaikum salam wa barakatuh.
1: Wa alaykum salamu rahmatullahi wa
0: Jazakumullah for joining us on the program this morning. Now, ma'am, the book uh, that we look at this morning, the title of this book is Why I Pray. Now, is the author referring to salah in general or dua, uh, or, or is it just referring to salah in this book? Well, Mulana, you know, as far as this question about why I pray, uh, I thought that I'll
1: just um, check, you know, on on, on the Internet, is there anything about why Muslims pray? And I was surprised to come across uh, a recent Gallup poll, um, uh, which was quite recently, just a few years ago, um, and uh, the results from that was not surprising for us, but showed actually how prayerful Muslims actually are. Uh, most Muslims in Muslim majority countries um, are quite devout and um, pray um, more than 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 their fellow or their co-religionists in, in from from other religions, um, and and this is quite um, indicative of the fact that Muslims believe in the efficacy of prayers, um, and when they do so, according to this poll, when when people were asked. They, they do pray for various reasons, and I suppose this would include their salah as well. They see it as a moral duty and an obligation. They also believe that prayer helps them feel comforted and at peace. Uh, it also provides them with an answer to their problems. They also do so seeking forgiveness for any trespasses, any uh, ills that they may have committed. And they see this as a means to gain closeness to their creator, and also many people pray because they see this as a means to increase their provision and their their, their, their risk, so to say. So this was an interesting bit of information uh, that showed how Muslims are quite dutiful as far as their prayers are concerned, especially compared to people of other religions. But in this book, Molana, the author focuses in on prayer itself, in other words, the salah. And his approach is that he looks at prayer and, and, and salah and the importance of salah in terms of the, the life of a Muslim. Um, and he's got a sp- quite a particular and, and a specific idea when he speaks about prayer here. He's talking about the five prescribed salah. Uh,
0: Mark, you tell us more about uh, the author, Abdul uh, Subhan Dalvi? Yes, Maulana
1: Abdul Subhan Amanullah Dalvi uh, completed his alim and secular studies in London before traveling to Egypt. He furthered his studies in Arabic memorization of the Quran and the Qira in Egypt. Thereafter, he studied the science of Ifta at Darul Umbari. Uh Sheikh Abdul Subhan has completed his LLB um, and also uh, completed the further degree in Rest. Um, in Islamic studies, he published a thesis focused on the development of Islamic legal rulings, and he serves as an Imam and a khatib in North London. He is also a teacher at several Darul Looms. Um He has a number of books to his name, including a, a series uh, "When Desire Takes Over," titled "When Desire Takes Over," and more recently, he has um, a, a book "Scenes We Find Ourselves In." Um, and in, in these books, uh, he he he, he um, deals with very pertinent subjects that affect people and affect Muslims in their day-to-day lives. Ma,
0: well, what is um, the approach of the author to this topic of why I pray? Well, he says that um, what made him
1: take up the subject seriously was that for a number of years he's been working with students and adults of all age. And the topic of praying punctually always presented itself. Young students have asked him uh, that I was never taught why I need to pray. Um, and he said that sometimes he's heard this uh, sentiment echoed by adults as well, that it's never been taught why they need to pray. And therefore, he's written this 3 sized small book um, as to the normal person as to why we pray. And he has reflected on his own experiences as a youngster, a teenager, a student, an adult, and a father. And tried to pen his thoughts down in a few pages, um, trying to inspire, he says, trying to inspire the perplexed and reinvigorate the culture. So um, his idea is to address this question of why I pray.
0: Yes, Uh, Ma, in this book, uh, who does he have in mind as his audience? So in his his
1: approach, what he has done is that um, he definitely has young people in in, in mind. Uh, If we look at how he has laid out and and, uh, presented his material, he starts off by asking a a question um, that why do I pray? What is the point of it? Why am I required to pray five times a day? Why isn 't once enough? What is it in, in for me? These are the type of questions that many Muslims live with, especially young people and uh, these questions sometimes f- you you find answers to them easily, sometimes they become more complex as you as you grow older and you start soul searching but he says that these questions need to be addressed, and his way of addressing it Purana is that he first looks at um the the uh, a, a prayer itself and then and and, and he discusses prayer and then provides a quick history lesson about how the rasul came to pray eventually in other words from the earliest days of salah uh, in its very rudimentary form uh, lay later on becoming part of the sharia uh, and then he addresses a very uh, important uh, aspect uh, and that is uh, the early Muslims and, and Salah. In other words, what was the approach of the early Muslims to Salah? And he draws on some um, examples from his own life uh, and then relates it to the Salah of the early predecessors um, and, and gives us examples from their the, the Salah as a means of inspiration, showing us their devotion to, to Salah. And he says that these are just one few of many other incidents. Uh, he then moves to a topic that, why don't I pray? And he says that this is a question that many of us were, were asked as we are growing, growing up, that why don't you pray? Um, figures throughout our lives, whether it was our parents, elder siblings, uh, even annoying young siblings will ask, or the local imam will ask you, why don't you pray, and what is the reason for this? And he says that this is a valid question and needs to be asked, and he goes about breaking down then each prayer and highlighting some reasons why people would neglect some prayers over others um and in in doing so uh, he always brings examples from the real world uh, he says for example as far as uh, uh or fajr first is concerned we believe that um this is a time to rest and we believe that if we uh, spend more time resting we will feel more invigorating and it shows how wrong this uh, idea is actually actually is that in reality that um, we feel more alive if we are able to pray correctly and be able to pray on time and are observant as far as our, our, our uh, Fajr is concerned. And then he offers some very practical tips uh, to make sure that we wake up for five Fajr, um, you know, going to bed early, making sure that we don't, um, that we approach the Fajr with the correct um, uh, frame of mind um, Uh, He says that as boring as early to bed sounds, it is actually crucial and essential uh, in consistency, uh, consistency, consistently praying the Fajr Salah. And then he he, he says that look, you may argue that I want to pray, but nobody wakes me up. But that is a very lame type of um, excuse for young people. You cannot go about life uh, satisfied at blaming others. and use this as an escape for our own faults. Uh, a person needs to be uh, motivated. Set your alarm. Make sure that you ask family members to wake you up. And be honest with yourself. Um, and, and make sure that, that you do pray your salah. Look at how Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has been grateful to you. The salah of Fajr is not a long prayer. It is only consists of two units uh, of, of two rakats. uh Yet um, it, it, it 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 is at a time that um, it's inconvenienced by its time. So that should be set off by the fact that the Salah of Fajr is a, is an easy Salah to pray. He, spoke, so he speaks about then the Zuhr Salah. And he says while Wudu is, is, is sometimes inconvenient for people in their workplace, uh, he, he says, for example, uh, people believe that we don't want to be seen um, as people scrubbing in between our toes in public sometimes. But it is something that the Muslim has to do, and he explains the importance of wuzu. Um And he offers uh, important tips that can be used, I think, for people who find themselves in, in the workplace, people in colleges, universities, etc. And the importance of, of, of making wudu is emphasized in that way. Then he says, look, at times we say, I don't have time to make salah. And I, I can't find the time to do my salah because I'm involved in, in, in my work. Uh, he shows how this is actually a slippery slope that if we lose the importance of prayer in our lives uh, and we perceive it as a chore how detrimental this is for us spiritually Um, he says that uh, at work we must make sure that we have for example a prayer mat to be able to pray at time uh, on time we have to find the right opportunity and we have to act wisely and say our prayers on time and then he speaks about the Asar and Maghrib and and the desire then to go home uh, the desire to socialize uh, the fact that at times we are tired and we feel that we have to squeeze our prayer in um, without having e- enough uh, resolution and and uh, being firm against our nafs to be able to pray on time correctly. Um, he speaks about Isha prayer and says how at times we are distracted by socializing, but at other times we are just distracted by the fact that we want um, some me time, we want time to chill out. Um, uh, we, we want to uh, binge on the next episode uh, on, 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 on the television screen. Or he speaks about the WhatsApp banter that people are involved in. Uh, and he and, and gives practical examples to be able to overcome these uh, uh, problems. Mm. In, in a uh, penultimate chapter, he looks at how can I change this? And he, det- he, det- he identifies three things which he believes are essential to be able to change one's attitude um, and uh, to um, be able to once again um, uh, say prayers on time correctly. He says the de- de- determination, our friendship and routine are important for this And then he's got a chapter at the end uh, where he deals with the virtues of Salah and the virtues of prayer.
0: Ma, do you think the discussions he has are Convincing, uh, and is it difficult to convince uh, uh, young people nowadays?
1: Uh, I think Molana. Anybody who has worked with young people know that it is more and more uh, a, a challenging to be able to convince young people. But just to tell you the type of response that one person um, had to this book, um, a, a young reader uh, responded to this book and said, "The author may Allah bless him and keep him safe. He's so gentle." He's not reproachful, but completely honest in understanding of why people don't pray and articulates well how much there is to gain from praying. His insights are really funny and conversational and make you realize how silly our excuses are. There's a lovely surprise collection of 40 hadiths at the end as well, which is very motivating. So I think the fact that the author approaches this subject in in, in a very engaging type of way uh, makes... uh, the arguments even more convincing, Molina.
0: Ma, this may be a good book for parents to make available for their children. Definitely, Molina. I think um, this is certainly a book that parents can can look
1: out for. Uh, they should read it themselves. They should try to get their students and young people to read it. Um, I think that uh, it's got a lot to offer in terms of um, you know um, providing students and providing young people with um, the correct frame of mind when coming to Salah. Um, the, the the fact that they emphasize on, on, on important uh, aspects of the Salah and uh, how this relates to the real world and the real situation that it cover, covers makes it very, very important, Molina.
0: And uh, finally, how, how many pages uh, is the book and also where is it available? Uh, Molina, the, the book is a off-print from... Um, um,
1: Torah's Publications under the, the the Press Huma Press. Um, I think um, the book is is available through the Darul Ihsan uh, distribution here in South Africa, and one can go to their website once again and and, and order it from there, um, and uh, perhaps you know um, uh, use this book um, to 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 convince our young people at home of the importance of Salah anything else in your arsenal to do so uh, will uh, be to your advantage, than I think so.
0: anything else Ma? I would like to add on? No, just
1: to say that I think the, the author has covered the, and, and is quite convincing for the most part and uh, he relates to the young people in a very engaging way. One of the, um, um, you know, the, the, the forwards of the book says that the book is engaging, uh, it is informal, in, in and benevolent. And I think that's maybe an approach that is required very much nowadays with young people, a benevolent approach. Um, what could have perhaps added value to the book is that in in the collection of 40 hadiths, which are brief hadiths, I think uh, that is welcome, but there could have been perhaps some headings, you know, uh, just describing the contents of, of those hadiths that would have added some more value to the book. But uh, the book is definitely... Um, good in its approach it is not too patronizing it does not speak down to the young people and uh, it takes the reader on a journey of self-reflection which is important and uh, encourages uh, readers to question themselves regarding ultimately the attachment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and um, it provides practical solutions to being consistent in salah and to strengthen one's resolve so I think this is a, definitely um, a, a good read for young people and uh, Parents should try to get this book and encourage the young
0: people. Jazakumlah for joining us on uh, the book review program uh, this morning. Always a pleasure to have Malana um, on uh, the airwaves of Friday Islam International. inshallah we will speak to Ma next week. inshallah Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.